Originating from a secret underground bunker buried deep in the heart of Chicago's north side, two fans dare to defy the laws of man to bring you a podcast about the south side hitmen, the good guys who wear black. There's a sense of pride. Um, there's a sense of, of purpose. Azagir, by far. He was my favorite player. Well, all time, it's Paul Canerco. I love the hot dogs. I love the grilled onions. And I can't believe it's been 13 years. 13 painful, painful years. <laughs> because good guys wear black. Good guys talk back. All right, hey, it's good guys talk back. Everything Chicago White Sox, uh, fan-centric and blue-collar. Uh, I am Nick Morawski. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, uh, we welcome you. If you've been with us since the beginning, uh, welcome back. Uh, this is episode 23. We are recording on Wednesday, May 22nd, 2019, uh, right before game three of the uh, the Houston series. Uh, before we get any further, let me bring in my co-host, Jeff Julian. Hello, sir. We're right in the middle of the horror in mm-hmm. Houston, right? right. <laughs> I like that as a band name too. I, I, I'm going to start writing all yeah. these down. Horror in Houston. Yeah, I was not just, horror, no. not horror. <laughs> Pronounce that right. Yeah. Horror in Houston. Yeah. Uh, I and I and I. It just makes me go back and think about this. The big rallying cry I gave at the end of the last podcast, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> hey, you know, you you maybe you take three or four, or yeah. maybe you sweep Toronto and you go in and you, yeah. you you show two of the best teams in in the league what you're all about, and instead we crumbled uh, in that uh, in that uh, uh, Toronto series. Did did what uh, what, what we've it was been a doing? Split, but yeah, yeah, but it was yeah. but it was exactly what we talked yeah. about. Where you win yeah. one, yep. you lose yep. one, you win one, you lose yeah. one. No no yeah. momentum, and then you just yeah. come in and get buzzsawed in in two games mm-hmm. uh, with with absolutely no hitting and then um it, literally almost no hit by mm-hmm. by by verlander right so right right here yeah. we are yeah so hey yeah. how are you uh, <laughs> um you changed your notebook too i yeah, know I, I know i just just broke a cardinal <laughs> podcasting rule referencing uh, visuals but right. you know nick no. usually has I a, a yeah. sheet of paper uh yeah. you know like an eight and a half by eleven uh-huh. and you've you've downsized yeah, I well, you know, I I, uh, I kind of like, kept some of my notes on the phone, and then went with a smaller uh, notebook just because I think less is more. You look like Columbo or some or some type of like a gumshoe, maybe. yeah, like, like an old detective from something a movie. that maybe Ed Farmer and his uh, off season <laughs> yes. when he's solving the murders. Farmer's murder notebook. <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna uh, get to uh, really in, uh, get into this Houston series because I think it's it's interesting for a couple and in a couple ways. Uh, Going to get into the dead weight of uh, Yonder Alonzo and, and John Jay. Um, Chicago Hot Dogs, uh, the bullpen game that happened, uh, game one of the Houston series. And where is that future uh, we've been promised? Um, hey, did anybody get injured uh, since we last talked? Any any more Tommy John surgeries? No, we thought Manny Banuelos might be the next uh, <laughs> TJ uh, recipient. But I feel like he's he, he threw recently some long toss and he said he felt pretty good so i think he might be back okay. sooner than later yeah dodge <laughs> okay. a bullet there with manny Benuelos. all right all yeah right. he'll be back uh, tommy john watch on hold <laughs> uh the Sox are 21 and 26 uh they're 10 and a half Woo. games back 
of a red hat twins team. Uh, this team, this twins team does not lose. Uh, we get to see them at the end of this Houston series. They just series. like remove the, the loss column from, from there. <laughs> Is there just an X in the loss column for them? Are they losing at all? They, they, man, they, uh, they hit the ball. Uh, they've got pitching and, you know, I, every time I look at the, uh, you know, a scoreboard, you know, Houston's up in the first or second inning. They've already right. tacked down a couple runs. Right. Um, I keep looking for Ron Gardenhire in the uh, in the in the dugout. You know, those old Buzzsaw Twins teams oh, yeah. from the yeah. what, what was you know just I mean yeah yeah it's crazy. Yeah. Where did this team come from? Yeah, uh, I mean they've been quietly they've been quietly building up. Um, you know, they're they're moving ahead of Cleveland's like seven back now. And yeah, th- this division is really really separating (laughs) yeah that's the the best way to say it Uh and and the competition is pretty much for second place and and beyond so uh, pretty pretty interesting when you think about some of the other divisions that are a lot more competitive in the league Mm than that this one is really shaking out with the twins on top yeah and i'm not i guess i'm not too worried yet i mean there's a lot of reasons not to be worried it's like you know look it's may 22nd and we're all looking at you know we're all looking at standings Uh, hell i look at them first week of april after the first game um that's not healthy but (laughs) you know the Sox haven't played the twins yet uh so i i'm curious to see how we how we fare against the twins this weekend uh and then we we're gonna have a bunch of games with them coming up you know, in June, July, and the rest of the summer. Um, but, you know, here we are sitting uh, right before game three of the Houston series. You got Nova on the hill. Um, it could go either way. Um, and the first two games of this series, you kind of knew that this was going to happen. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised with the bullpen game on Monday. We can talk more about that in a little bit. Uh, but last night, uh, you know, here's a 36-year-old right-hander, Verlander, who we've seen a, a ton when he yeah. played for Detroit. And this dude has discovered new elements of his game that he didn't have as a young pitcher. He's got new pitches. Uh, he looked unbelievable. And the lone hit uh, was from Jose Abreu. Yeah. Okay. A guy that, depending on who you talk to, yeah, <laughs> depending on who you talk to, might not be in the future plans. He's the only guy to get a hit, and it was a home run. Uh, so w- that doesn't mean anything. I'm still trading them. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was like goes on the resume, you know, is Verlander a hall of famer? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, Cy Young MVP rookie of the year, seven time all-star ERA yeah. title. A couple no hitters. I think. Yeah. I, I think you might be right. W- won a World Series. Yeah. Uh-huh. What is the Triple Crown for a pitcher? Um, it could be K's. They've got that on on Baseball Reference. Strikeouts, ERA, wins. Okay, okay. Uh, did he have any no hitters? That's a good question. I think he did. He's. Sh- sh- I mean, sure seems like he would yeah. have, right? I mean, he just looked dominant. You, what, what are you going to do? Um, yeah, no, no, he has because they they said that would have been his third, right? Yeah, I feel like he's had at least one, maybe two. Uh, some of those Detroit teams, though, they just it's all a blur. Um, you know, he was good back then, and he looked nasty. Um, he doesn't mess around either on the mound. Uh, but, you know, we'll get to – okay, so let's, let's talk about what this series actually is, Houston and, and the Sox. And on one hand, 
you've got the nostalgia of the 2005 season and then the Sox sweep Houston to win uh, the World Series. So anytime the Sox play Houston, you know, we, we, we bring up the old videos, we bring up the old memories, and it's starting to get a little bit like a Bears fan would be with the 85 team, Jeff. You right, know, I mean, right. I, hey, I love the 05 team. I could talk about the 05 team, the 05 Sox team every single day, the personalities, I mean, the wire-to-wire season. But we as fans, as Sox fans, love that 05 team, but I need a new I, – I, I need to start talking about a new team. Yeah. Okay, you, you, yeah. you don't want to be a Bears fan constantly talking about the 85 Bears. I'm already I mean, disappointed you're sick of it. that you've, you've been brought sick them of, up yeah. already on the podcast. So, so I mean, that's, that's one interesting aspect of this series, of course, and it always will be. Um, and, until perhaps the Sox, you know, uh, get back to the promised land and win another World Series. But the other part of this series is, you, as a Sox fan, as an organization, you're looking at a club that you kind of want to be in a yeah, couple years. for sure. Right. Like, like this right. is the template. Houston's giving yeah. us the template of, yes. like, this is how strong you need to be. This is how deep you need to be. Mm-hmm. And, boy, Sox have got a long way to go, buddy. Yeah, and that I think is is a concern when you start thinking about this past off season. And we had this conversation last week, I think, or or might have been the week before, about who on this team is on next year's mm-hmm. team right, and who's right, on right. your eventual World Series winner two years from now or mm-hmm. three years from now or or whatever it is. And I don't know that there's a lot there. And then, you know. You just think about what what the what the off season looked like, and then you start thinking about John Jay and, and Yonder yeah, Alonso. Yeah. And I don't know if we're if we're if we're there talking about them yet. In, in a minute, you, yeah. You start but, you start yeah getting itchy about about how you're constructing this team for the future. Mm-hmm. I looked at uh, yesterday's performance by Verlander as um, you know an unbelievable performance by a 36 year old that's continuing uh, to dominate, but as a sign to Sox organization of, okay, we need an ace. We need our own ace. It's not like the Astros threw out, you know, a 23 year old phenom. And guess what? They didn't really win a world series with the 23 year old phenom. They had to trade for Verlander to get to that world series. Cubs did the same thing with 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 Lester, you know, well, you know, even Chapman, you know, they're they're trading for Chapman and then Boston trades for Chris sale. And that's what concerns me about Rick Hahn and, and this team is that, okay, you've done, you've done what you needed to do in terms of acquiring young players. Now we got to hope that the young players Mm -hmm. turn into good major league players who are going to be there. And it sure looks like somebody like Mancata, um, Anderson, mm-hmm. you know, who knows yet about Jimenez. It looks like he's going to hit the heck out of the ball, but might be a liability in the field. So maybe he ends up moving around, but eventually you're going to have to go out and say, we're ready to compete, but we don't have this guy yep, and right, that guy right. and that guy. So right. we're going to have to pay for him and him and, the, the Machado thing gives me doubts about whether they're ready to pay for yeah. um, serious pieces. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I, that's, you know, look, look, watching this series and um, it, it, it's just a reminder of, 
if this is what the Sox are, are longing for, uh, this type of team that's continually competitive, not just one and done, you know, just not World Series, and then we're going to have to start selling off assets, but going to be sticking around for four, five, six years, we got a long way to go. And uh, not only do you have to open up uh, the pocketbook, but you have to trade away some talent to get some proven talent. And yesterday's Verlander performance uh, showed uh, all Sox fans uh, that. Um, now you talked, um, uh, about, you know, uh, <laughs> you talked about where the money, uh, went and then the Machado, uh, fallout and, you know, the, the, the Yonder Alonzo situation, uh, and let me, let me just, the John Jay and Yonder Alonzo situation continue to get maddening. Jay is, is on the 60 day IL, um, could be the 600 yeah, day you know what? I mean, we don't know Sox are going to have interleague play in a couple weeks they're going to be in Washington and there's a good chance that Sox pitching is going to have more hits than John Jay when this season <laughs> is done I mean that's the reality so I it, what a what a mistake uh what an unfortunate situation but the yonder is he's been healthy he has played and he has been just dead weight in that yeah. lineup it is yeah. Adam Dunn 2.0 wow you ugly, hope not <laughs> ugly. The only the only bright spot is we don't have uh, Alonzo for as long as we we had done. But this is a guy, and you were and you were texting me. You know, we we've been talking about this before we started recording, and it's obvious to a lot of folks. Uh, but let's just say it. You know, he's he's on the team because of a brother in law that we couldn't sign. They both were. They Absolutely, bo- yeah, they, they both are. But this guy. You know, you're telling me, okay, we got a we got a lefty hitter. He's well, he's a 250 hitter lifetime, Alonzo. You know, he had an All Star game appearance a couple years ago. I mean, we're giving this guy eight nine million with an option for yeah. next year. I, yeah, he he he, he looked like a serviceable left handed bat, but now now we're stuck with this guy. It just all in in retrospect just seems Bad. so stupid. It just seems yeah. so silly. It smelled that, bad, and now, yeah, it's just bad. And that it was ever even talked about, yeah. you know. And and then again, all none of this matters if you actually seal the deal and get the free agent you'd been targeting and yeah. said was your guy. Right. But now that you don't get him, you just look stupid. Yeah. And the money that you spent on those mm-hmm. those two guys, what what did we say about twelve million for yeah. for this year? And another eight for for, uh, for for Alonzo oh, yeah. uh, next Alonzo. year. Yeah, it's next just year. it's all money that hey could have gone towards another arm that you obviously yeah. if you don't need it a Gio in Gonzalez. A couple of, yeah, oh whoa, you're gonna yeah. need it in a couple of years. You definitely needed it this year because three quarters of your pitching staff or three 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 fifths <laughs> of your pitching staff is sitting on the shelf waiting for Tommy John yeah. surgery. Yeah. And by the way, sure, I think it's high time we gave. Rick Hahn, a new nickname. And I think based on all of those things, yeah. he should be Tommy Hahn from here on out. <laughs> Tommy Hahn, not to be confused with Tommy Hawk, the uh, Blackhawks mascot. <laughs> exactly. Tommy, Tommy Hahn. Uh, I love it, He's actually. He's about ready to get his own surgery. Tommy Hahn surgery. I uh, I think we need to get to that one-hour T-shirt place uh, <laughs> as soon as possible. That's right. And, and, and find a, a photo with that befuddled look of his. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Tommy Hahn. Uh, Maybe Tommy Hahn is, is, is some type of like lobotomy with the, <laughs> you get that uh, ends up requiring you to just sign players you don't need. And... Um, it's his alter ego, Tommy Hahn. <laughs> Tommy Hahn. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, who who made that deal? Was it Rick Hunter or Tommy Hunter? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I I'm telling you, man. Uh, he's uh, Alonzo's hitting like what 180, 183, uh, and uh, you know the, the, he uh, can't even like articulate how frustrated. Renteria finally pulls him out of the uh, four spot and dropped him to like seventh, I think. I, oh no! Wait a minute. He took he took Tim Anderson out of seventh. Yeah, that's Tim's spot. <laughs> uh, he felt better that uh, that Yonder uh, should uh, mosey on down All to right, seven. Well, yeah. You know, who am I to question yeah. Ricky? So you lineup. had so you had a guy hitting three forty in the seventh <laughs> spot. Let's put a guy hitting one eighty in the seventh. Exactly. Spot. Right. Uh, I guess it's just a matter of preference. Um, so Left-handed, right-handed. Is Tim in the eighth spot now, or did he get uh, did he get moved back up? He, in the he's he's all over the place. All right. uh, he's all, right. all over the place. Well, it was times. bad. It was bad. Yeah. It's embarrassing, and it just it just feels ah. It just it just makes it even worse, especially that Jay's not playing at all, yeah. and Alonso's playing so poorly. And yeah. well, he, it's time for the Sox to start cutting the fat. You know, I mean, that sounds like a, you know, the title of a Garfield book, but <laughs> I mean, tri- tri- really <laughs> cutting the fat, Cut the fat. I, I was thinking like hate Mondays or everybody loves lasagna. Wait, that was, that was, <laughs> he did that was that. the Ray Romano show, right? Everybody loves lasagna. Yeah, correct. That was, uh, yeah, that was its alter ego. Uh, also known as everybody loves lasagna. Um, oh. no, you got to cut the fat with this team, man. I, you know, that we talked a little bit last episode on episode 22 about when are we going to start seeing, you know, future guys. And that's the shame of this is you've got guys that are, that are clogging up a lineup that are stealing useful at bats from, you know, these future guys. Right. I'm glad you said that because I know that the, pitcher by committee bullpen experiment worked out uh in the first well wait game it, one yeah that was game one against houston yeah, right yeah well it didn't work out because they didn't win but i mean but it, we'll but get, they, i'm gonna get into how it why potentially i mean but my point is you're telling me there's not a guy somewhere in the minors that needs experience uh pitching that that couldn't have come up and oh and there was there are game? there are a few that's what i'm saying yeah. so why where where are they it's an organizational decision. I mean, uh, I just think you got your foot on both uh, both yeah. sides of either either you're you're getting experience or you're or you're trying to compete for something. And to me, you were trying to compete for something during the off season. You didn't close the deal in the off season, so right. now you're back to you you're back to getting guys experience. And I don't care how many how many losses you take. Get get. get I don't like this being in between two different worlds. They are a little in between. And I'm not saying bring up these guys um, because we're going to compete and we're going to win this division. I'm saying bring up some of these guys, you know, so we could start seeing what we have here. Right. I agree with you. You know, whether it's arm or whether it's a bat. Hey, your boy, uh, Polkamania, just... He just won like Triple A Hitter of the Month for his league. Can we count that towards the the bats? (laughs) Did he hit any homers? He did. He's hitting the daylights out of the ball. So bring him back up and see maybe he figured something out. Lefty hitter. When I said 40 home runs for him, I don't remember specifying that they were major league home runs. Okay. You just said professional baseball. Just Just professional. (laughs) Just home runs. So if he's playing 16-inch softball on on the weekends, (laughs) 
Those count. If he plays for Rosemont's uh, That's right. the Chicago Dogs team. I don't care. <laughs> if he's playing in the backyard with, right. with a wiffle ball, those home runs count. I don't well, know how you we're were aggressive. document him. You were bullish on the Polka thing. Uh, and they needed to send him down when they did. But, hey, maybe like Tilson, Tilson's been up with the Sox in the last few years. And he just, you know, he couldn't stay healthy. He couldn't figure things out. He went back down. He seemed to get healthy, hitting the ball. He came back up, and he's got the defense. He's also hitting. All right, so maybe, even though I wanted to see the death of Polkamania, maybe he needs to rise up um, and, uh, you know, take that take that dead weight spot of Alonzo. Yeah. But the problem is, you know, you're, you're just not going to bench Alonzo. He's going he's gonna to scream bloody murder, release me, DFA me, get me out of here, you know, because uh, I need to get 550 plate appearances so I can get, you know, an option. Uh, is he DHing though? Alonzo? I mean, for, he, he DHs and he also, uh, you know, is at first base. I've just, I'm so sick of having a DH that can't bat his weight. Right. I think tonight you know? they've got McCann. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. 181? Yeah, he's not swift of foot. I mean, um, come on now. Right. Uh, I, I agree. I agree. Um, you know, I, I, I what are you going to do? They're going to continue to play this guy because in Renteria, like, what is he supposed to do? I mean, he's always has to ask permission. Like, what am I supposed to do with this guy? You know, do you want him around or you're not? Because he's really killing the ball club here. The amount of times I've seen him up to bat with runners on, you know, where we could really need, we really need those runs, especially late in the game. And he just grounds into a double play or strikes out. Can't we trade him to San Diego? I mean, you know don't what? you think Manny would like to hang out with him? That'd be him? good karma for the Sox. That'd I mean, be good karma. <laughs> I bet you Manny doesn't want him. I'm <laughs> <laughs> He's happy there. Yeah. I'm looking at their active roster right now. And I don't know. There's not a lot of guys I want on this roster either. Uh in uh Knights? Uh, no, on the yeah, on 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 the Padres. Oh. No, I, I'm not worried about the Padres. No, I'm saying trade Alonzo oh. oh. to the Padres. I just would just John send him Jays. there. Just, oh, just send him send, there for like cash considerations or something. Um, yeah, so we're stuck, folks. Uh, hopefully by the next time we talk uh, to you on Alonzo, something figures out there. Uh, I, I mean, I could use uh, Collins. Bring Collins up, you know, and just yeah. have him DH. Right. We we want get get him some at bats. Yeah, uh, you know, because the issue with Eloy right now is he cannot hit a slider to save his life. Yeah. And but pitchers, he's got a bat. He's got, he's got a, well, he's got to work too. through this. Yeah. But right. What I'm saying is that's, this is why we should have brought Eloy up in September, yeah. you know, screw the yeah. service time. Right. Exactly. If he would have started to see major league pitching and he realized right. I can't hit a slider. So in this off season, I am working on my slider. Okay. I'm working on hitting breaking balls, seeing him, recognizing him. You know, so that is not my Achilles heel. He would have been a much different player uh, starting out uh, in, in 2019. Now he's got this entire year to kind of fumble with the slider, kind of like Mankata did last year. Right. So, yeah, he's getting his at-bats, and this is helpful, but I, I just don't think you're going to see an improvement from Eloy until maybe, you know, August, September, or next year because pitchers are going to continue to give him sliders and breaking pitches until he – can hit him. So bring up a guy like Collins, let him start seeing some major league pitching now. So when he goes in the off season, he's like, okay, you know, I know what I need to work on offensively. I got my defensive things I need to work on, learn from McCann. You yeah. Know, it, it's not that hard, right? Yeah. 
I mean, it shouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, it did this Han quote too that you put Tommy in, Han. in Tommy Han. You know that also sounds like a clothing. Uh, it does. Tommy Hanna. Tommy Hanna. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Send well. You know. Send him to send Alonzo to San Diego in exchange for some Tommy Hanna <laughs> gear. Uh, we certainly feel like it improves us in 2019, yeah. and like the potential of having him around in 2020. This is about Alonzo, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. That's a mistake. This I went back wrong. and I read that when the trade went down in mid-December, and ugh, did that not age well? That quote. No, mm. it's already bad. It's a, it's very bad. It's, it's bad and wrong. Yeah, and it I started smelling bad. It's like that. You know, open up the fridge and you're like, wait a second, that leftover sandwich has been there for a <laughs> while. It, maybe it's not it. It could be something else. And then after a couple days and weeks go by, you're like, yeah, that that was what I thought it was. That's just a bad spoiled sandwich. Speaking of sandwiches. Yeah. You want to talk some? You want to talk food? I do, um, dude. I, I was at the Bobble Arm game. The right. Rodan. Yeah, I was at the okay. Rodan. I was at the we Rodan. We need to come back to that too, because <laughs> you shamed me that there were no arms on these bobbleheads, and then no, you sent me this. Arms. You sent me this picture, and there's a perfectly buddy. There are arms on bobbleheads, but they don't move around like you wanted well, arms. I know they don't just... move, but like you made me think that they were just like attached to the body like it was a like like a one of those uh wax uh those, those hasbro those sti- uh <laughs> weebles weebles or whatever one of those uh those uh nesting dolls those russian nesting dolls i want you to bring that bobblehead in next time we're going facebook live we'll yeah. do tommy han surgery yep. on <laughs> um, on the rodan yeah. bobblehead I mean, on his arm all right it, you know, I'm sorry I you know, went down. They have arms. The bobbleheads have arms. But I thought you thought they were like, you know, moving around. No, I don't and think like it's a G.I. Joe, of, okay. but I mean, right. I, I was confused okay. as to whether it was attached. I'm not. not familiar with your world. <laughs> this all confuses me. I'm unfrozen just a... caveman GM. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm at the game. I'm at the uh, Rodan uh, bobble arm game and. Uh, Giolito's pitching amazing. He goes five. It gets rained out. There's like an hour plus rain delay. So uh, we got some shelter. And I ordered my, I'm starving. I ordered myself one of the, the newer features the foot long, the Chicago hot dog, the foot long dog. I sent you a picture of it. Yeah. I put it up on our uh, Facebook page. Um, this thing, you know, it, it comes with about, you know, a dozen uh, mustard packets. There's mustard already on it, but then they give you a dozen packets. It's got everything you want, a few pickle spears, uh, chopped onions, uh, tomato. That beautiful neon green relish. Of course. Um, you know, all beef and then um, celery salt and then the poppy seed bun, right? Yep. Now, That's this thing beautiful. didn't stand a chance, all right? I devoured this thing. But here was my problem with the, the hot dog. And I don't know if they just – maybe they were short-staffed or, or what. The bun – was not was not a steamed bun it was like a cold like they had it in the fridge it was a chilled bun no. so when i bit into the hot dog jeff like the, it started to crack and crumble no that's the, wrong exactly okay that's what i that's what i'm was talking tommy about. han back there running the <laughs> i'll get you i'll get you and jay was running the steamer um it, it wasn't it wasn't steamed you know and you need yeah. to have a steamed bun that's, a, that's because no it, the, the bun will conform to all the fixings, you know, when right. you run that thing through the garden, it, you know, and, and so I was a little, I was a little put off 
Uh, and which got me thinking, though, have you ever had a bad, I mean, have you ever, besides this chilled bun situation, which is a little strange, have you ever had a bad Chicago hot dog? Because I think there's a difference between Chicago pizza and Chicago hot dog. I, I, and well, I, maybe I'm, maybe I'm going to get you know, in trouble for saying this, but I mean, Chicago hot dogs are Chicago hot dogs when you go to places here in the city and, and greater suburbs. I think the only time it's bad is if a component of it sure. has been right. Right. improperly made or yeah. if it's <laughs> cold or, yeah. You're right. you right, know, right, or right, if it's right. a, you know, I don't know, bad. You know what I don't like on a Chicago dog? It, it's not not the ingredient itself, but if you get out of season tomatoes or, uh, or an yeah. unripened yeah. tomato, yeah, that, I know what you're talking about. Oh, that that'll right. ruin it, and then yeah. a bad pickle spear too. That sure. either <laughs> yeah. soggy, soggy yeah. and yeah. limp, soggy and limp, uh-huh. or or maybe I was in an improv group, soggy and is limp. That, well, yeah. you know, yeah. the one 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 of my favorites. Very, didn't go very uh, far. Yeah, so those would be things that I that that would make me dislike it now what i was going to ask you yeah. a couple of years ago when we were at spring training right. out in is that arizona yeah well Glendale. i know it's in there thank you <laughs> i thought you just blacked was, that whole trip yeah, out of your mind i was trying to remember the uh-huh. the actual because they don't play in phoenix but the first thing i think is phoenix but it's right. all the suburbs sure. um was is this the same dog? No, no. We had, I think, a Polish. <laughs> it was a foot long yeah, Polish. It was a foot long Polish. And this was dog. towards the end of the day. With the brown That's mustard. the reason we had split yeah. it because we yeah. had already had engulfed enough Listen, uh, uh, ballpark food to sure. last a and, lifetime. And you're in 85 degree sun, <laughs> right. so your feet are swollen already. And then you decide <laughs> right. to have some encased meats. Yeah. Talk about just ultimate, like, you know, I couldn't even slide my wedding ring off my finger. I had to unloose the shoes. Right. Uh, See, yeah. you, you put your own finger into a hot dog bun after that situation, and you're... You, Hello. It could be a problem. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Yikes. I mean, it could be eaten. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Um, yeah, that was that was their Polish uh, sausage out there. Now, I haven't had the Polish platter yet at Sox Park, but that, I'm, that's a goal of mine. Yeah, we went real traditional... Well, not that it's traditional, but we have a tradition that we must eat the Merck's burger. Sure, and that's the, what the we Comiskey had. The Comiskey burger we with the Merck's. Yeah, yeah, that's outstanding, by Bag the way. Bag of peanuts. Yeah, I haven't, uh, I, I haven't had a bad one. But, you know, going back to the Chicago dog, yeah. when I lived Sorry. in uh, D.C. for two years, you can't find that stuff out there, folks. Like, I, I couldn't find poppy seed buns. I couldn't find, you know, the green relish. Uh, it's very difficult to find sport peppers. Yeah. Um, Do you feel like the poppy seed bun is critical? I mean, if I, I like it, mm. but if it was served on a regular regular bun, or if somebody yeah. like you were trying to make one at home and yeah. somebody didn't get a poppy seed bun, is that is that ruining <laughs> the um, the all I can think of sanctity? is that is that Chris Farley. Uh, video where they tell him about his coffee and it's not the type of coffee that <laughs> that's right yeah. and he just tears the whole restaurant apart <laughs> where's the poppy seed bun this <laughs> coffee table goes flying appliances are out of whack uh, I, I think you're right i think it gives it some texture and uh uh but I, i'm okay if there aren't uh, poppy seeds on the bun but i you know if i can if i can do it i'm doing the poppy seeds um but like going to places uh, around the city and, 
you know, when I was going out to college in the uh, River Forest area, you know, going to Gene and Jude's uh, out there in River Grove, man. Uh, and there's something about, you know, putting the hot dog and the, you know, steaming it. You put it in the wax paper. You got the fries on top of the dog, the oh, hand yeah. cut fries. Right. And, that, that, and that's right. in the brown bag yeah. and all the smells. Well, think about Joe's. I was and, just and Joliet, thinking of Joe's. Man. Now, I don't remember. You know what I loved at Joe's is I would do the cheese dogs. Oh, yeah. But then I, we always call them. You better the, not have anything important the next day, by yeah. the way. <laughs> well, Whoa. we always called it the heart attack bag yep. of fries yep. because it, it was a brown bag in, you know, not like like a lunch bag size, but it was it was it was that type of a bag. Yeah. yeah. And the grease was oh, sure. just instantly yep. had already soaked through. Yep. And those onion rings, <laughs> I could buy. I could be standing on six corners, right? That's yeah. where it was. Yeah, yeah, and I could yeah. have a large onion ring gone before I had crossed the street and oh, been sure. in O'Charlie's. Yep. And no, no, yep. it wasn't O'Charlie's. What was it? What uh, yeah, Garnsey's. Or there was another yeah. bar right around the corner there. 30 buck. Okay. I could have the, the yeah. rings gone before I was back in 30 bucks. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Uh, yeah, their, their, their food was really good. I think it's the snap to a Chicago dog, too. You know, the the, the beef hot dog and there's that their snap to that red hot. Yeah. Um, and all those places have a little bit something uh, unique about them. Yeah. Joe's, it was always, you'd walk in and you'd get the call out for fries or rings. Yep. As and, soon as you walked yeah, into the place. Because they needed to know because they're dropping you. it. Because yeah. they're, they're yeah. rolling people through that And if place. you don't know what you're doing, then yeah. you might as well just leave, gather your thoughts, right. and figure it out, and then come back It's very in. much a, uh, what, soup what was it? Soup, soup Nazi soup, from, soup. From, from Seinfeld. You, <laughs> you, know, you, don't, you don't want to mess that up. You don't want to get banned from Joe's, You don't want to get banned man. from Joe's. Badaki's in the city over here is another oh, yeah. place yeah, I yeah. like for, for hot dogs yeah, and fries. And, yeah, and yeah. It, and they stuffed the bag full of fries right. too, just like um Gina who are you Jude's, saying? Gina and Jude's. Yeah. yeah, I think that's popular. Super right? dog. Just, super uh, dog. That's super a good dog, one. Yeah. yeah. Um I just I was a little I was a little upset with the cold bun. Uh, yeah, that's there there's no reason for that. You gotta have the steam bun and if you're if you're doing it at home and you're and you're you know wrapping a bun in like a moist towel and you're steaming it in the microwave or you, <laughs> what like you, a like a dish towel? <laughs> Like a like a paper towel. Like oh, all right, all right. Uh, a moist towelette. Yeah. Uh, it's always fun to make some dogs at home, folks. Um, Where do you so. stand? Okay, so we we know what the what are very the very traditional ingredients yeah. in the onions are raw. The white right, onions right, that are right, raw. Right, right. Would you still call the Chicago dog if you threw grilled onions on there? Yeah, you can't have the grilled. You got. So you just got a hot dog then if you decide to if you decide to pile some grilled onions on there well it's an alternative you know yeah but uh, i'm just saying it's not a chicago dog anymore no correct okay um it's something i do love the grilled onions sure i mean that that you know that was a go-to um you go to you go to sox park and you you just smell them you know you smell the grilled onions and you got to wait though i think we we talked about this you you can't like first inning they're not they're not caramelized yet i know you're excited because the smell is is bringing you in it's like a Looney Tunes commercial or something. You're like the wolf with, you know, you're like, yeah, you know, it's just, it's grabbing you by the nostrils and bringing you in, but you got to wait. You got to play the pay. You got to play the long game. Our, our buddy, Jeff Hester, who we did some early podcasting with a few years yeah. ago. Yeah. I remember him sacrificing the sanctity of his kitchen to, to do up some grilled onions. And, and he did. you know, yeah. you really are, yeah. you're saying, 
this mm-hmm. room is done for at least a day and a half yeah, it, if you it, decide absolutely. to grill onions yeah. at home. It's uh, it, it's like taking White Castles into your car <laughs> and eating White Castles absolutely. or forgetting there was a slider under the yeah. seat. <laughs> What's Well, you wouldn't know this because I, I, I know that you would... This would be too close to your oh. um, Wrigley uh, yeah. Wrigley Field Stadium zone. I um, can't go in. Yeah, yeah. After a <laughs> there, we'll, we'll some, someday we'll get a map out and figure out. Well, like, there, you know that Jimmy John's commercial where they like they have a line and like the bike or the car stops at the five minute. Yeah, uh, yeah that's kind of how yeah. I. Once I get too far away, I can't go. Well, I got the reason I bring it up is I I bought a burger at that Clark Street Dogs, which sure. is yeah, like I think it's right at. Maybe like Clark and Halstead, mm-hmm. somewhere right right around there in, yeah. in Wellington, and I drove from there to my band's practice space, which is over on Sacramento and in, in Carroll, kind of uh-huh. uh, you know almost Humboldt yeah, Park yep. area, yeah, west. You know, fifteen twenty minute drive. Sure, and I ate the burger, threw the bag out. It was it was gone. Uh-huh. You would have thought that I had like fresh onions in the car for another yeah. three days. That's mm-hmm. how powerful yeah. no, it had I, just taken yeah. over in yeah. just that short amount of time. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you got to go windows down, <laughs> windows uh, down. <laughs> even in the dead of winter. Um, yeah. Onions. Powerful. Yeah. Um, well, I, you know, that I'll, I'll try soon, you know, next week uh, when they're back home, I'll get back out to the stadium and uh, I'll try to get that Polish platter and see what's going on with that. Yeah. We um, need a, we need a full report. Um, you got it, man. Um, so we uh, talked a little bit about the bullpen game. Yeah, uh, you, you're yeah. familiar. This concept is, you know, popping up, and and you know, different teams are, are are doing this. And the Sox did it game one of the Houston series, and I thought it had success. You know, they lost, you know, three to nothing, but to throw four or five relievers against a team that's like one of the most hot hottest hitting teams in the league, and to only give up. Uh, three runs I thought that was pretty impressive I mean I really did you know I, I is, guess is that something that you know maybe the Sox instead of throwing you know an unproven guy like you, you could bring up a triple a arm and see what's up or a Manny Banuelos that man I just don't think you're the ticket maybe that fifth maybe that fifth spot is a bullpen game but doesn't is that, that sustainable doesn't that just say something about the team doesn't that say i mean <laughs> yeah i mean yeah, it does. doesn't that say we're not competitive so it really doesn't matter if our bullpen is wiped out for tomorrow right because, it, you know you know tomorrow, what i mean yeah, so it's the, it's the next game thing i it's fine it, it worked out i still would have liked to have seen a young guy get some some experience up at the major league level i do wonder though i feel like it was the brewers and i don't remember if it was in the one game playoff or or maybe later in the playoffs where but I feel like they started a game with Josh Hader and they were just like you yeah, got to yeah. you got to hit this guy you know yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. not quite like Mike Montgomery of the Cubs where he could he could go four or five or six well, innings sure. un, 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 unless he's working really efficiently no. but but I do wonder like in in a game that really mattered, mm-hmm. could you go to some of those lights out guys and sure, and, it's a strategy. You know, yeah. Or or how will this new bullpen rule where you know you, you, you bring a guy guys, in, he's yeah. gotta face two or three batters, yeah. you know, how might that change? So yeah. who knows? I mean, starters are really only 
five or six inning guys anymore now, right? Where yeah. you know the the, the well, Verlander went eight last. Well, night. right, but I'm saying like that the sure, days of where all those yeah. guys were pitching over 200 yeah, innings yeah, and they yeah, were gonna, yeah. you know, um, yeah. get into the seventh or yeah. eighth and turn the ball over. Games. Yeah, yeah, that's just that's that's like a rarity now. Yeah, so yeah. I I don't know. Maybe maybe the future is some combination of guys that only pitch two or three innings and mm-hmm. then turn the ball over. I don't really It's know. risky. I think it's risky for a lot of different reasons. Um, it's kind of interesting to see the how, how that went. So the Sox might have that in their back pocket moving forward. Also nice to see, you know, put on the spot what these relievers yeah. could do yeah. even early in the game. Um, you know, because sometimes there's a mentality of, I'm a reliever. I only perform in the seventh and eighth inning when, you know, like my body just knows it. Like when it's the seventh and eighth, that's when I turn things on when it's a close game. Yeah. There's like a pressure. Sure. Type a- absolutely. Of, they of, thrive of dynamic. Off of it. So it was interesting to see the, how successful they were uh, early on in the game. Um, I look at it as like, you know, another food comparison. Um, it's like putting a meal together with, with just leftovers, right? <laughs> You know, you're just grabbing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and trying to make an apps like a meal that actually satisfies you. Um, but it usually doesn't. Exactly. Unless it's Thanksgiving and you had like really well, good right, leftover because you've got components. leftovers. Uh, you're usually going to have a leftover veggie or potato or meat when you but have a regular. Le- but but a regular week, you're not going to have some good turkey and some I, mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. And we're saying the same things. That's that's what I look at what one of these bullpen games is. You might be full, but you probably aren't going to be getting what you need uh, nutrition-wise. Yeah, and you usually don't want that situation. I never come home and you I'm You don't like, want leftovers? Well, I want leftovers, but I'm but that's not that's not what happened here. This is This just is exactly like, what happened here. This and is if you desperate. keep denying it, you're Okay, gonna- <laughs> but leftovers okay let's say you make something really good and you've got a, a lot of that leftover that's fine if you're serving that again if yeah listen if giolito pitches a great game and then tomorrow i can bring him back for two more innings that's the kind of leftovers i want all right but what I, you're describing yeah. is when i come home <laughs> and janet's out of town and sure. i'm like okay there's Half of a pizza pizza. Half? Who's eating a half a piece of pizza and then putting it back in the fridge? Maybe I had a lot, and then I was like, I got to stop. And I put (laughs) two more bites, and you're done with the slice. I don't know. Okay, Uh. whatever. But there's like four or five different okay things, and Uh they end up on my plate, you know? Or like the other day when when I took some leftover pulled pork, and I put put a bowl. I Uh put chips in a bowl. What? I put the leftover pulled pork and uh-huh. then i added like some shredded cheese i no. tried to make nachos it didn't work okay out, man. what you're doing is like trying to get a position player to pitch <laughs> All right, what, what you just did no. with that meal situation is you know bottom line yeah you don't want to be doing this right. this is I, not I, good i understand okay but sometimes you have to maybe your fridge is better than mine no. maybe you've got all of these I've great got, leftovers no it's a it's grilled it's leftover grilled onions <laughs> sauerkraut sport peppers green relish See, and that's not good either. No, you shouldn't not. be having that on a regular basis. <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know what? I think we just about wrap it up right there. I do want to get your prediction on this weekend. Uh, Twins, Sox. 
I think Lopez might be going game one. I got a bad feeling that that this is three the, game series. That this is the stretch where you come out of it after Minnesota, and you're like, "Whoa, we are <laughs> we are out of it now." Yeah, you know. I mean, they're sitting there, and, and of course, nobody's out of it at this point in the season. But you're five games, you're five games under right now. You're ten and a half back. I'm thinking they're going to lose the next two to to Houston. And I hey, think they're going to get one in. They'll well, get one win. Maybe they will, but but I still don't see them. I mean, just as you said, the Twins are lights out. What what hope do you have that all of a sudden the Sox are going to come in and and they're 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 going to fall apart? You know, especially up in Minnesota. I, I mean, I, just for Lopez throwing game one, and you, you never know. I I think the Sox uh, will hang around. I'm saying I'm I'm going to I'm going to say two games. I say they, they take two or three. Take two from yeah. from two or three of Minnesota. Hey, yeah. that would be great. That would certainly dampen the. You can't the, go the under losses zero, and... by the way, with your prediction. You can't go under zero. That <laughs> they give another game right. back somehow. <laughs> right. They lose twice in the same right. night or something. Uh, I'll I'll say that they're going to scratch one out. All right. Against against Minnesota. Uh, I mean, at this point, it's stay healthy. Keep develop and, and I got to see the future, man. I got to start seeing the future um, because you want to see the development within the development. And I'm keeping an eye on you know the record and the games back, but I just want to see the Sox setting themselves up for success for um, you know when it's supposed to really be mattering here. Yeah, I would like to see some improvement in the fielding again. I'd I'd like to see some improvement with the, with, with the pitching. And I I just, I want to see this team stake out a claim Mm -hmm. to, to being better Yeah, that, that we're better. Mm -hmm. And if, if you're not better this year, then let's get some of those young guys up here and let's start getting some experience. See what you got. And Tommy Hahn's got to start thinking (laughs) about those next moves for next year. Who's on this team. That's not going to be there next year. Right. Uh, folks, uh, thank you so much for joining us here. Episode 23 of good guys talk back everything, Chicago white Sox, blue collar and fan centric, uh, find our Facebook page and, and like that page, um, and find us on Twitter at good guys, TB, uh, listen, subscribe, uh, wherever you get your podcasts and, uh, we will talk to you next time. For Good Guys Talk Back, Jeff Julian, I'm Nick Morawski. Go Sox!